Chapter Three of Monte Cristo's Daughter by Edmund Flagg. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Three: The Intruder in the Convent Garden. As the hour for the evening promenade drew near, Zuleika became painfully excited and uneasy. She longed with all her heart to see Giovanni Massetti again, to hear the ardent words of love he would be sure to utter but would she be doing right to meet him clandestinely and alone her mind misgave her of course she could trust her young italian lover for he was the very soul of chivalry and honour but did others know this how would her conduct be judged should the other pupils and sister agatha steal upon them unawares giovanni might escape without recognition but with her it would be altogether different she could escape only by coining an ingenious lie and at that her whole nature revolted she could not stoop to an innocent deception much less to an absolute falsehood why had giovanni tempted her why had he sought to place her in a situation he must know would be perilous there was but one answer because of his love and that answer was sufficient to induce her to take the risk however great it might be yes she would meet him at the appointed time and spot at length the bell rang for the promenade and sister agatha headed the little procession for the garden for a brief space zuleika lingered with her companions among the shady walks and gorgeous flowers but at the first opportunity stole away and sought the leafy elm beneath the friendly boughs of which she was to receive the welcome yet dreaded visit from the viscount massetti she gained the rendezvous unobserved with loudly beating heart the young italian was not there she searched eagerly but vainly for him in the gathering twilight what had happened to prevent his coming she was on thorns of anxiety perhaps he had attempted to scale the wall and had fallen sustaining some severe injury perhaps even then while she was waiting for him he was lying outside the wall bruised and bleeding but what could she do only wait wait with torturing thoughts seething in her troubled brain she listened intently not a sound if giovanni were wounded disabled he was maintaining a most heroic silence she drew a magnificent gold watch the exquisite case of which was thickly encrusted with diamonds from her belt and glanced at the dial it was after seven o'clock and by eight all the scholars were required to be safely housed within the convent besides she was not sure that she would not be missed searched for and found what should she do what course should she take as she was debating within herself uncertain whether to remain or return there was a rustle amid the foliage of the chestnut tree immediately outside the garden enclosure and a man's form swung from one of the branches to the top of the wall zuleika's emotion well nigh overcame her she had recognized giovanni in another instant he had leaped from the wall to the ground and was at her side he stretched out his arms to her and the girl all of a tremble impetuously cast herself into them oh giovanni she murmured at last i feared some terrible accident had befallen you 
i am safe darling zuleika answered the young italian folding her in a close embrace and showering ardent kisses upon her forehead and lips but you dearest you are well you have not forgotten me have not ceased to love me forgotten you ceased to love you giovanni whispered the quivering girl in a tone of slight reproach gazing fondly into his eyes have i not given you my solemn promise to love you only forgive me my own cried the youthful viscount what is a lover without fears and doubts they are the proof of the strength of his adoration they seated themselves at the foot of the branching elm the friendly shelter of which shut them in then zuleika said with apprehension in her voice why did you come here giovanni are you not aware that you are running a great risk and putting me in peril if we are found together you will be ignominiously expelled and i severely punished besides think of the disgrace for us both in such an event the matter will get abroad furnish food for gossip and certainly reach the ears of my father and brother whose displeasure i dread more than all else think too that esperance will call you to account for your conduct and i could never bear a quarrel between you and him in which perhaps blood might be shed never fear zuleika replied massetti gallantly should we be discovered i will shield you as to your father and brother they cannot be displeased for i will explain all to them and end by demanding you in marriage why have i come here simply because i could hold aloof from you no longer i felt that i must see you speak with you renew my vows of love oh zuleika the world is all dark to me without your smile but you promised me to wait i know it but i miscalculated my strength when i made that promise could i see you i might be patient but to wait for weeks and weeks without even a glimpse of your dear face without once hearing the sound of your beloved voice is utterly beyond me i cannot do it you must nothing else can be done my father wishes me to remain at the convent school for a year and the rules positively prohibit your visits be patient yet a while giovanni we both are very young and have a life of happiness to look forward to besides we can see each other at the palazzo costi during vacation and that is something it is nothing to a man who wishes to see you constantly to be always with you oh zuleika i cannot bear our separation i cannot do without you the young man had risen to his feet and uttered these words loudly recklessly zuleika sprang up and caught him by the arm her face white with terror control yourself giovanni control yourself she whispered in a frightened tone speak lower with more caution or other ears than mine will hear you but the viscount did not heed her he was fearfully agitated and his entire frame shook with excitement and emotion fly with me zuleika fly with me now this very moment and be my wife he exclaimed in a voice so strangely altered that monte cristo's daughter scarcely recognized it i am rich and my family has wealth and power sufficient to protect us against everything and everybody even your father with all his untold gold and influence the count of monte cristo seeks to part us that is the reason he has sent you here to this convent where you are little less than a prisoner 
he caught her wildly in his arms and held her against his breast as if defying fate zuleika more terrified than ever struggled in his embrace and finally released herself she faced giovanni and said warmly you do my father injustice he does not seek to part us he esteems you greatly viscount massetti loves you for the service you rendered me his daughter and will reward that service with the highest recompense in his power to bestow my hand but he considers me a child as yet wishes me to have education and experience before i marry that i may be a wife worth having and not a mere useless doll respect his wishes giovanni respect him he is a good kind-hearted man and will do right his wisdom has been shown too often for me to doubt it his wisdom cried bassetti bitterly yes he is wise too wise to bestow your hand upon me a mere viscount what is my family in his eyes nothing what is my wealth an utter trifle compared to his i tell you zuleika he does not wish us to marry he designed you for some high potentate with riches to match the princely marriage portion you will have no no cried the girl you are despondent and in your despondency misjudge him he cares nothing for wealth or exalted station but values a good name and an unstained reputation above all else but will you not be mine will you not fly with me from this wretched prison in which i can see you only by stealth and like a criminal the italian's eyes sparkled in the twilight and his voice was full of eloquent persuasion he fell upon his knees at zuleika's feet and seizing her hand kissed it passionately again and again the trembling young girl was deeply touched by his love and entreaties for a moment she wavered but for a moment only then reason asserted its sway and cooler reflection came to her aid rise giovanni she said with comparative calmness rise and be a man this proposition is altogether unworthy of you and should i accept it we would both be disgraced i am yours my heart is in your keeping and i will be your wife at the proper time with my father's full consent but i cannot fly with you i will not the young man sprang to his feet as if an electric bat had struck him you have no confidence in me then he cried impulsively you do not love me do not love you exclaimed the girl winding her shapely arms about his neck as her lovely head sank upon his bosom i love you with all my heart with all my soul and it is because i love you that i will not fly with you giovanni kissed her hair rapturously excitedly and the beautiful girl looking ten times more beautiful in her pleading earnestness added sweetly persuasively leave me now darling the bell for the pupils to return to the convent will soon ring and i must not be missed from among them leave me but remember the maxim wait and hope the lover was about to reply when the sound of footsteps suddenly broke upon their ears they glanced at each other startled uncertain what to do giovanni was the first to recover self-possession he noiselessly parted the boughs of the elm and peered cautiously in the direction of the sound three men are rapidly approaching he said hastily in a whisper they are almost here zuleika looked in her turn through the branches the gardener and his assistants she whispered nearly petrified by consternation they have evidently learned that you scaled the wall and are in quest of you see said giovanni breathlessly pointing to a group behind the men a number of nuns are also coming they are searching for me oh giovanni fly fly instantly and leave you to suffer to bear the weight of my imprudence never i will stay and protect you you will not protect me by remaining you will only compromise us both the more go i beseech you go while there is yet time 
with tears in her imploring eyes zuleika pushed her lover gently towards the wall he gazed at her for an instant and then at the approaching men and nuns who were now very near the girl clasped her hands supplicatingly then mutely pointed to the wall it is your wish asked Massetti hurriedly zuleika nodded her head affirmatively and still more imperatively pointed to the wall i will obey you whispered the young italian and i will wait and hope she had gained the victory a joyous love-light came into her eyes for the moment eclipsing her terror giovanni could not resist the temptation to embrace her even in the face of the danger that threatened him he wound his arms about her yielding form drew her to him with a crushing strain showering burning kisses upon her upturned lips farewell he murmured reluctantly releasing her farewell my own he turned from her and ran to the wall scaled it with the agility of a cat and vanished when the gardener and his assistants reached the elm they found zuleika standing there alone had they seen massetti scale the wall had they recognized him these thoughts shot through the girl's agitated mind she gave no attention to her own peril the men came to a halt and stood silently by waiting for the nuns to arrive horror was pictured on their aged countenances and they stared at monte cristo's daughter as if she had committed some heinous unpardonable crime the group of nuns speedily arrived headed by sister agatha who held an open letter in her hand zuleika gazed at this letter in silent dismay it was hers the one giovanni had written her how had it got into sister agatha's possession she mechanically felt in her bosom where she had secreted it as she thought safely her hand touched only the empty envelope the note must have fallen upon the floor of the schoolroom and been found by some malicious pupil who after reading it and discovering its compromising contents had surrendered it to the nun thus divulging the weighty secret zuleika stood abashed and terror-stricken no chance of escape now no chance for deception had she wished to essay it the letter told the whole story and the proof of its truth was furnished for was she not at the appointed rendezvous and was it not probable that the men and the nuns had seen giovanni quit her and scale the garden wall the nuns looked as horrified as the old servants but they were more to be dreaded they possessed the power of reprimanding and punishing and what punishment would they think too severe in this extreme case sister agatha spoke her tone was milder than zuleika had expected oh mademoiselle she said reproachfully what is this a meeting with a lover and within these holy precincts dedicated to celibacy chastity and sacred things what will your father the count of monte cristo say when your conduct is reported to him you are young and allowance must be made for youthful blood and passionate impulses but still you have done wrong very wrong is this man who signs himself giovanni and who just left you your betrothed he is murmured zuleika blushing and holding down her head with your father's permission mademoiselle my father does not object to him replied the girl evasively in that case your fault is not so great as i at first supposed said the nun you are pardonable for receiving the man who with your father's consent is in time to become your husband but nevertheless in meeting him within the convent grounds you are censurable for lack of discipline and also for conniving at a breach of our rule which excludes all male visitors save parents or guardians zuleika bowed her head in submission the punishment continued sister agatha shall be as light as possible however if you have never before met this man within the convent grounds i have never met him here before said zuleika and only met him in this instance because because she hesitated and burst into tears because what my poor child asked the nun kindly 
because i love him so and because i was afraid if i did not meet him in his desperation he would seek me out in face of you all have you ever written to him since you have been in this school never has he ever written to you before you hold his first letter to me in your hand how was this letter delivered by what means did it reach you her face one mass of crimson trembling from head to foot zuleika told the whole story of her adventure at noon that day how she had strayed from her companions without any definite intention how she had seated herself within the screening branches of the elm to meditate how she had heard the singular noise in the chestnut tree and finally how the letter fastened to a stone had come fluttering over the wall and fallen at her feet the nuns glanced at each other horrified and amazed at the audacity of the young italian zuleika said sister agatha i told you your punishment should be as light as possible you have been exposed and reprimanded the blush of shame has been brought to your cheek this i think is penalty sufficient for a first offence considering also that it was in a measure forced upon you but beware of a second infraction of our rules now return to your companions so it happened that zuleika suffered but slightly for the imprudence and headlong devotion of her lover fearing gossip the sisterhood of the sacred harp suppressed the matter and the count of monte cristo never heard of it zuleika expected ridicule from her companions but the warm-blooded romantic italian girls instead of ridiculing her looked upon her as a heroine and envied her the possession of a lover daring and devoted enough to scale the wall of a convent garden End of chapter 3